The scripture readings are from Jeremiah chapter 33, verses 14 through 16, and Psalms 25, verses 4 and 5. The days are surely coming, says Yahweh, when I will bestow on Israel and Judah all the blessings I promised them. In those days and at the time I will raise up a righteous branch from the line of David, who will bring justice and integrity to the land. In those days Judah will be safe and Jerusalem will be secure. They will call the land Yahweh is our justice. Show me your ways, Yahweh. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. I wait all the day long for you. Norm has just read today's scripture from both Jeremiah and Psalm 25, passages that speak of the hope that God promises. This is the first Sunday of Advent. It's hard to believe. I ordered the snow just for the Christmas tree sale. I was so grateful to have that little bit of snow. 
but praying so deeply for those who are affected adversely by it. We are going to reflect this Sunday on making room in the inn. And I invite you to consider how we can grow, both personally and as Wesley, so that we make room and exercise hospitality, both in our church and in our homes and in our hearts. Because sometimes our lives are cluttered and there isn't much room for other things, new things, things that we might hope for. There isn't room. That happens in my life a lot. I don't let myself have the dessert of some time off until I've finished my peas of all the work that it has to get done. You know, things like the laundry and the work. And I don't let myself have those moments, those moments where I recognize the wonder of God's creation. Sometimes we just forget to look. Sometimes we forget to see those things that are out there. Maybe the rhythm of our day is so regimented, so ordinary. This is what we do first. We get up. Maybe we read the paper. Maybe you have some coffee. I would have some tea. You know, maybe those things keep us so full that there isn't room for the new things that God can be doing in our lives. Those things that are surprising, things like eclipses and sunsets and shooting stars and aurora borealis. What kinds of surprises might be popping up here at Wesley? Things like visitors, even during this time of COVID. Things like family promise. There will be children here again. Things like carpenters and work people working throughout the building. It's exciting to have new people to interact with to express God's love and neighborliness too as we interact. There might be new connections with students or clients at our other ministries. Because I broke my wrist late summer this year, it's hard to do things like mopping until it really heals all the way or raking. And so I invited the students from Second Start who had done such good work here at the church to come over and rake the parsonage too. And it was so fun getting to know them, to just have an opportunity to talk with them. So there are lots of new things happening. Some of you might have participated last week when we put together Advent boxes for our homebound members so that they will have one small gift to open each Sunday of Advent. And it was so much fun that I hope more of you participate next year and that we have more friends to give those boxes to. There are even new opportunities to get together even during this confusing time of semi-isolation due to COVID. What kinds of miracles exist in that empty box that we saw during children's time? Things in our own lives when we step out of those rhythms of our own lives. What miracles can we see? What opportunities? One of my favorite phrases to use during this time of Advent is pregnant with possibilities. Because this is a celebration of the time that Mary was pregnant with a Christ child. And that possibility, that reality was amazing, world-changing. The manifestation of love itself here on earth. And so I like to think of that 
as, as how is that happening in our own lives? How are our own lives pregnant with possibilities? We don't have to be Mary or even a young woman. It's about all of us considering the possibilities that exist for us. So let's also think about the prophets, including Mary, and how they express that if we are invested in that old story, in those old rhythms of the way things go every single day, Sometimes when we hear scriptures and prophecies, they sound like doom and gloom. But if you recognize the new story being promised, we can find hope. I was talking with a friend yesterday about being beyond a cancer diagnosis, being in remission, and learning the lessons and possibilities of truly grasping life. Now that they're on this side of it, they were thinking about how we shouldn't let those opportunities go by to just go and do something fun, to just make that phone call, to reach out to that friend, because they find life so much more precious having experienced the possibility of it not being there for them. So rather than letting those days simply tick by, they were exploring those possibilities. I was talking with another person about how the despair they were feeling was just pulling them down and how the counterpoint to that despair is hope. So not anticipating that all bad things are going to happen, but knowing that God has only good in store for us, that God has created this creation, our bodies themselves, for God's pleasure. Even seeing Facebook posts of friends and turkeys while knowing there were some that were alone yesterday with a peanut butter sandwich, there was hope even there for me, opportunities for me to reach out, for you to reach out to people who were alone. Our first hymn invited us to find grace and love even in this unsettled world. And you might have noticed in there the line that said, unsettled church. And boy, that sure is true, the United Methodist Church during these days. And I was thinking the other day with a friend that even this new variant that we hear about in South Africa makes our general conference that we've been waiting for to vote through these things even more distant if this Omicron variant becomes a reality. And so rather than sinking into despair, imagining, opening ourselves to what God is doing, what is the possibility here? What might God be doing? And not for us to decide what that's going to be, but rather to allow God to be working through this time and this world and us ourselves. Now, our religion isn't a self-help program where we just need to change our thinking. It's not up to us to pull ourselves out of despair and into hope. It is up to us to rely on God, to relax into God, to trust in God, because our faith our deep hope is in a God that is love itself, that there is light in the darkness, that the God who created us, sustains us, nurtures us, is there. Even when things couldn't seem any worse, that God still cares about our circumstances and sends these rays of hope, these ways to imagine that empty box as being full of possibility. That box that we inspected during children's time reminds us of the treasures that exist all around us, even when things seem empty. Our prayers throughout today's service and throughout Advent 
will express the light of hope which illumines the door of welcome in our lives, in our church, and in our world. We hold our arms, arms open to welcome love in the form of new opportunities here at Wesley, in the form of changes that will bless us in ways we can't imagine, in the form of a baby born in a manger. May it be so. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Amen.